Welcome to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael. And welcome to Biscuit Week. Week two, y'all. Bisqueeze. Bisqueeze me. <laughs> it's really nice. Bisqueeze you. <laughs> Bisqueeze me. Bisqueeze you. <laughs> it's really nice to be back. For our second week, yes. Um, after the first week, where we said goodbye to Betty and Natalia, one star baker. I thought you were about to say we said goodbye to Betty and Natalia. I was like, no, we didn't. She's still here. <laughs> She's literally on the screen. She's literally right now, right here, right now. She's right here. She's, She's in here. this room. She's right here. Yeah. Everyone, please welcome Natalia to the show. Oh, we should play. It. <laughs> we played like a clip of it right now. Yeah, that would anyway. be good. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about biscuits, cookies, and crackers? I love biscuits. Um, I love um, I love cookies, and I love crackers. I actually, I think I like crackers more than cookies. Really? Can you? Because crackers, okay. like, okay, sorry. Let me put it this way. Yeah, you really need to explain this. Crackers are a vessel. So if I, so if you were saying, do I like? the individual element of cracker or cookie more. Yeah. I like cookie more. Right. But I like what crackers means because nine times out of ten, it it's a vessel to food on it that's delicious. So what you're saying is you like spread more than cookies is really what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, but like, I mean... In the signature this week, right? Like, they had to bake crackers and everything, uh -huh. right? But like, they didn't just eat the crackers by themselves they had to make dip yeah because what is a cracker without a dip dry garbage <laughs> hot garbage <laughs> the hottest garbage hot summer day new york city just it's pretty bad in toronto <laughs> yeah yeah can be so shall we get into the signature yeah. bakes right so... in the bakers were challenged this week to bake 36 savory crackers, which needed to be, like, the same size and the same bake consistency. Yeah. And which, they... I mean, like, the, 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 that's kind of standard, isn't it? It is. Though sometimes they're, like, asked to bake three different sets, like, 12 of three. Oh, you know what? two of 18. Been... Yeah, 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 Six yeah. of six. Yeah. 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 I don't think they've done a six of six, but. 36 times <laughs> one each. <laughs> That would be <laughs> that would be really mean. That would be well and truly insane. The way I would get around that is I'd bake thirty six. Well, let's say they were cookies, not crackers. First of all, so I'm already changing it. Okay, but I <laughs> would bake. Let's say I'm doing a thing. That's not the thing. Let's say I'm, I'm not doing, doing this challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, let's just imagine. Yeah, okay. I would bake thirty six separate sugar cookies, yeah. and then on top of each one, I would just put a different type of candy. I think that's an M and M cookie. That's a Skittle <laughs> cookie. That's a Score cookie. That's a gummy bear cookie. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I would. Take and then it. I, I, I've got a story for you. It's called "You Be Going Home." <laughs> well, I would take that. I would take that to the Supreme Court. <laughs> the Supreme Court is the great yeah. Canadian baking. Yeah, show. legally, all individual cookies. Yeah. But anyways, they had to bake uh, thirty-six savory crackers and a spread. Yeah. They did. Um, so Andrea was up first, and so she did these um, 
beetroot butterfly biscuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of bees. B b b b b b b b b and then there's a c. Yeah. Um, uh, magical butterfly crackers. Yeah, as she calls them, with beetroot in them, and mm-hmm. uh, her dip was a thyme, fig, and goat cheese mm-hmm. dip, which to me sounds delicious. That mixture. Well, um, the judges seem to like them. I, I mean, so as Jay said in the episode, you if you've got to bake thirty six, like bake fifty, yeah, so that you have the option. And I mean. I think Andrea must have done because, like, in the very <laughs> beginning, they they showed her her getting started, and one of her biscuits, while she was even like cutting out the, yeah. the little shape, instantly <laughs> already was like missing a little portion. And yeah, James and I were both like, "She's going to make more, right?" Like, that's not going in the oven because it's already. There was definitely one of those where, like, it's like you know, late August. There's a butterfly that just kind of got attacked by a bird, but survived. But yeah, no, they came out really nice, and like yeah. you know that that um, I didn't, I wasn't confident that the shape would hold, but the shape held. Yeah, and you're right. I feel like beet goat cheese with a little bit of like herb of some sort, mm. whether it be dill and or fig. thyme and fig, that always goes well together. I'm big on fig. I'm, I'm sure you are. <laughs> sure you uh, are. Yeah, I, I thought that they looked really nice. Um, I mean, I guess the difficult thing with Jasmine, which we'll get to in in a few, she did like a little flag where where she kind of incorporated color into like the bake itself, and um, I think it could have been cool if somehow she, if Andrea with her butterflies had found a way to make the wings different from like I think like that would have been really cool and like really blown me away because they were like most of the biscuits just like the cutter of. I know what you the mean, biscuit, like like if there know? was some painting afterwards, yeah, some yeah. glitter, some iridescence, Ooh, some yes. Mariah Carey, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 mm-hmm. some emancipation of Mimi. <laughs> I was thinking more like rainbow, or anyway. Uh, then we had Jay who baked rustic Scandi crackers with a shrimp goat cheese dip. A lot of yeah. goat cheese going on. I mean. That's like a thing though. When you think gra- like when you think crackers, yeah. there is almost always at least a goat cheese, or or like a, a bosan or something like that. I I like brie. Um, I like a gouda. Yeah, a hula. A hula. <laughs> I like a hula. I like gouda. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, I do. My favorite's gouda. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I I I love like all cheese. So I actually kind of wish that some of the the dips that incorporated cheese, like, tried something all from goat cheese, like, yeah, you know, but, but I actually thought that Jay's, I think of everyone's, Jay's are the ones that, like, I want, I wanted the most. Because right. I love shrimp, I love cheese, and I love, like, Scandinavian flavors, so this was... yeah. All, all in for me. I think this is like where I'm at with crackers, but when I think about Jay's crackers, those spoke to the, me the most as looking like crackers. I, I said the word cracker a lot. You um, don't, no, you said, <laughs> it spoke to the me. Oh, so you're you're the the me. I'm the me. Yeah. So the, because like I think there's this thing right now. Like I have a lot of vegan friends, mm. and so they eat all these crackers that are basically 
made of like you know how you can buy these columns of bird seeds like they're just yeah. like it's like, just uh, like a column oh of yes, bird. yes yes it's yes, like someone yes, took that yes. column and just sliced it thinly yes. and then baked it so that's like a thing right now yes, with like yes. vegan people and health people so that's all i think of when i think of crackers now the and seeds are for your digestion girl okay i have to tell you this so i had a burger in you know, somewhere i'm not gonna name the restaurant because i don't want to put them on blast you want blast? You want blast? <laughs> but it was a, it was like a vegetarian, and this was years ago. This was okay. like almost seven, eight years ago. Okay, before so it's probably closed. Before Beyond Meat, no, it's still there. It's still there. Okay. Before Beyond Meat Burger was the thing. Yeah. Before Eve's, you know, yeah. burger was the thing. Oh, girl! Before Eve's, yeah, like or like no one served Eve's, right? Okay. And before they tried to make black bean burgers or beef yeah. burgers, like it was before all that. And it was just it was a it was a seed burger, and it was just like it was just all seeds. Like put into a like, and it was really hard to eat. I feel like what's it was changed. Really hard to eat. With, this is a little off from Bake Off, but still interesting, I guess. Is that I feel like what's changed with like meatless burgers? Yeah, is that a decade ago they were really concerned with making it look like a burger and yeah. didn't care about the taste. Yeah, right? yeah. And then for the last maybe five or six years, it was the taste and not the look. And then in the last year, it's finally been the combo of the taste and the look. Yeah. You know? I agree. But I, I'm glad that we got away from, oh, it looks like it, but it tastes like shit. <laughs> like, you know. It was really hard yeah, to Yeah, that sounds disgusting. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Back to GCVS. Next up was Natalia. And, okay. Uh, the name of them were, sorry. Oh, uh, Beat and Dill something. Twisty. <laughs> twist, right. Sorry. Yeah. It was Beat and Dill Crispy Twist. Crispy, crispy twist. twist. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. Crispy With the smoked twist. salmon dip. Okay, I also love smoked salmon. Me so, too. like, I'd be into this. Um, I thought that her twists, of, of everyone, she actually had... I thought the nicest looking crackers oh, totally. because with those twists, they were just like so different. Everyone else was just kind of like, yeah, you know. Well, this is like no shade, but it's like one of those things that, so I don't, you know, at Christmas time um, or holiday, winter holiday, um, clients will often send you a gift basket that's like, oh, you know, thanks for. Yeah. Thanks for doing work that we paid you for. I think that's really weird. I'm like, you paid me. I don't know why you're giving me a gift. Anyway, yeah. but you know how they always have like boxes of like cheese straws or whatever, yeah. and they're like really pretty and they taste really good. It had that like finish to it. They were exactly. really beautiful. Professional. Yeah. 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 The only thing that was so, so um, I couldn't tell if her dip actually had smoked salmon in it or if it just had a piece of smoked salmon on top. Because... I think it was like whipped, wasn't it? Maybe. Almost well, like it was softer. Oh, okay. Because they showed, like, the dip and it had a piece on top, but mm. we never really saw her preparing the dip super much. Like, right. we saw her doing the crackers, yeah. which, you know, for Bake Off is the important thing. Um, <laughs> it's not spread off. Yeah. <laughs> or spread show. <laughs> no, Ooh. no, stop it. Okay, stop, stop it, stop it, stop it. Uh, yeah, I but think... I know you. You don't, But then what else would it be? More goat cheese. <laughs> it's Fair. just the goat cheese. It's just the great Canadian goat cheese show. Yeah. G C G S. That would have been a season one thing. G C like, G C S. <laughs> this would have been more of like a season one thing when it's getting started and they needed like if you needed the sponsor, it'd be like, it's goat cheese week. <laughs> Everything is goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to make a cake out of goat cheese. Your uh, decorations should be goat cheese, and the cake should be goat inspired. <laughs> I'm doing a horn cake. <laughs> I'm doing a, a Billy Goat's grub cake. Oh my god! Uh, 
Wow, that's fun. I think it'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> next up, we had a uh, Liam. Yeah. With his parsnip patch crackers with a harissa eggplant spread. So, are parsnips in the shape of a heart? I well, so because like Liam seemed to think so, and, and, and the Kyla parsnips agreed, he had, but the parsnips that they showed <laughs> were not heart shaped. I was like really confused by the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I know turnips are shaped like that too. Like they're shaped like more like bulb bulbous. Yeah, but like a heart. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um, Do we need to look it up? I, you go ahead. I'm gonna look I'll, it up. I'll, I'll, I'll vamp for a minute. Um, so yeah, his uh, dip was an eggplant harissa, and um, I really like harissa. It's actually like it's it's quite spicy, but um, no, I'm, I'm not seeing. <laughs> I'm not seeing not, hearts, folks. I'm not seeing hearts. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, his dip sounded interesting, though. Um, he had another good snap. Like, most people had, like, most good snaps had on, good their, snaps. on their biscuits. So, um, yeah, snaps for that. Oh, that's a clean snap. Oh, thank that's you. That's a good snap. Thank you. I, I am proud of my snap. <laughs> then we had Colin with the Cinco de Mayo crackers, which had a black bean dip. Because um, he only likes savory things. So he had, like, really uneven thickness. Like, some of them looked way more cookie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the I don't think there were any comments on them not snapping, though. No. So he had a good bake, but they said that it was so hot because he had, like, an ancho chili um, powder in the, the things. And um, uh, Bruno and Kyla were just like, oh! <laughs> Water! Water! But yeah, black bean dip. That sounds yummy. I, I love the idea of a Cinco de Mayo dip and, and like the whole thing. Like just kind of, I I would have liked to see maybe the dip more on like a salsa end and the the mm. cracker more on like a sour cream, like a cool oh, end, you know? like cool ranch. <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> Michael wants a Dorito. <laughs> I do not Michael want a Michael wants a Dorito. <laughs> I Is do it? not want a Dorito. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think that that would have been... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, then well. we had Mary Lou with a taste of home mustard cracker and a salted cod spread. Yes. Uh, I I felt like this, again, we, we reached this point and I hope by next week it kind of, you know, we get that extra bit of time. But we go through oh, like yeah. the first four or five bakers and we get like you know a bit of a of a taste of what they're doing and we get some feedback yeah and then there's always somebody in the middle who just does fine who just gets a oh yeah they're great and and or like yeah. they're they're like pretty good and then we go on to the next one so i felt like we really didn't get a feel for mary Lou's. they looked good there wasn't any super you know critical commentary it yeah. was just we watched it twice and <laughs> yeah you know that there, there wasn't a whole ton to say but well, again, it's the thing you're saying. Like, the first couple of weeks, it'd be really nice if they got 75 minutes, yeah. even 90 minutes. Yeah. Again, we can cut into the news a little bit. You know, like, exactly. we can give you the update here. They're trying to impeach Donald Trump. Bojo can't provoke parliament. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. There, 30 minutes of news. Let's watch more baking and stuff. Yeah, there we go. Exactly. That's what's wrong with millennials. Give, give the people what they want. Give the people. More GCBS. All right. Next up, Jasmine. Yep. So she had a bend and no snap. I know. Hers were like, oh, and it was almost, it was so funny because her biscuits or cookies like 
Nope. <laughs> Jesus. Like <laughs> rude. No, sorry, rude. that was just like honest mistake. Was that they they had so much bend in them that it almost looked like they were like slow mowing the like I know. like where where Kylie was doing because it just kept going and going. And then it reached a point where they were like almost fully in half and still not doing anything and she had to like tear it mm-hmm, apart so mm-hmm. that's unfortunate um i did like the idea of the mango lime butter i know though. i really wish we heard more about the mango lime butter or yeah. like because that seems like it'd be something really interesting to try out and taste it's like we heard about the dips if they really liked the dip but if they didn't and i get again i get that it's baking but if the dip is a part of the bake we should also get to hear about it and mm-hmm. i felt like we definitely had some some parts where that was cut out mm-hmm uh, then we had Jody with uh, her pretty and pink Daisy. Or she had like one very brown <laughs> petal on that Daisy. Um, late summer or late late in the bloom Daisy. Yeah. You know, when they're, they're just uh-huh. the stuff falling fall off. Fall 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 yeah. uh, with an yeah. Asiago cuttlefish ink dip, which is pretty amazing, I have to say. Well, it was just so funny because I forgot about the cuttlefish ink at first right yeah and so like on the top she had like all of what was it like sesame mm-hmm. seeds or, or something like on top and then they dipped and i was just like oh yeah she coated the top and you dip and it'll be like this white dip mm-hmm. underneath and then they go in and it's still black and i was like oh my god how many fucking seeds did she put in this thing <laughs> you thought it was just like, like, i thought they were just like just out a seeds. bowl of seeds like i thought it was that burger <laughs> that you ate 10 years ago uh and then <laughs> and then when we, <laughs> when we re-watched it i remembered the cuttlefish yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and went oh wow that's great and they loved the flavor and like to me i think she has such creative and inspired bakes um, it's just unfortunate that she had such unevenness in her bake-like color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the last we had Chris with his Japanese tea ceremony crackers with a pollock row spread dip thing. Uh, well, I'm glad to see that he is off to a better start this yes, week. Definitely. Um, I, I actually thought like his sounded really good. I'd be really curious to try what the whole flavor combo would be he had a really good snap in his mm-hmm. tube that was like crunch. yeah it almost sounded um and uh, just from the look of it and even from the sound of the crunch um it almost sounded like he used something that was almost like puffed in it like it, it sounded a little bit more airy than some of the yeah. other crackers and so i'm really curious about um what that would have tasted like totally mm-hmm. so that is it for the signature bake all right, next up, we have the technical challenge, which this week was to uh, bake 12 marshmallow puffs. 12 Viva puffs. Viva um, puffs. This was a really hard technical. Like, there were so many things. And James and I would like to point out that since season one, um, the bakers now make their own jam when a recipe calls for it which was basically our original and biggest criticism back when we did season one of the show it's the only reason this show continues it's the only reason this show continues to exist (laughs) seriously in in season one that was actually the reason we decided to start a podcast because you know we were watching that and we had a lot to say about it and and then (laughs) yeah we were really drunk too so there's that but it was great to see the bakers make their own jam here. Yeah. Um, the although 
a lot of them did not strain it. Yeah. Which, it, okay, if you were faced with this this technical 100%. challenge, you'd strain it. A hundred percent. Yeah. Hundo P. Yeah. Yeah. But because if you think about like anything with marshmallow, the last thing you want is a seed yeah. in your your teeth, right? Yeah. Like if if you're supposed to be all like light and airy, as soon as you have seed, like it would. You know. It's very jarring. It would be. Especially raspberries, because raspberry seeds, because they use raspberries, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. seeds are quite, they're not like strawberry seeds, which kind of just disappear a little bit, or they're they're more flaky. Like, they're really there. Oh, yeah. They can really hurt your teeth, too. Yeah. Um, All up in it. I mean, the jam is one thing, but making your own marshmallow, like, that's, to me, that's a whole other thing. Like, if you've never really worked with gelatin before, like, there's just, there's just a and lot the- there. And the cookies, and then tempering the chocolate, and, you know, to varying degrees of success. Um, this is a tough one. Yeah. This was a tough one. This was, I would say this is one of the hardest technicals, like, I've seen in a lot, not just on this show, but yeah. on, like, Gibbo and everything. Like, it's, like, yeah. hard. The only other one I'd put up there is um, the mochi from last season. Ooh, like, those two, yeah. I'm like, you know, these are, but this was good. This really, even, um, yeah. Even Bruno mentioned that when we, when we had the, um interview with him on set he was saying about how yeah last season when they said oh they're gonna do mochi as a technical he was like oh are you sure like that like I <laughs> do you want mochi, them like... all to go home <laughs> and if you want to hear that interview listen to our prep week episode yes all right so let's get down to it mm-hmm. first up was chris um he had really nice looking um yeah. marshmallow puffs i thought uh i thought they were yeah good strained jam Good marshmallow, like all round giddy, you know. I also like the height on them. I like that there was a domeish sort of. Shape I like that to it them. was. I like that it was a dome and not a peak. It's more of a beef puff. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, right. yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, could I could I take that out of out of the bag and just put it side by side? Oh, perfect. Same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so next up was Mary Lou. Um, a little messy. They were messy. They were messy. It's like there were other bakers who also didn't have their chocolate like fully set mm-hmm. or anything, but they weren't as messy as hers. Although technically she she did better in, in other elements mm-hmm. of it, but overall the critique was that she also had uneven ratios where there was jam on one side and yeah. not on the other, and and some of them didn't really have any jam at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we had Jody, and she had CD jam. Yeah, I wrote CD, and also just a bit wet. Yeah, just a bit. Not as much as others, but a bit. Yeah, which we get to Colin, which was Colin, very, very so wet. They, yeah, they said that it was good jam, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, his were very, very wet. But he had a good bottom to it, so the jam and also the cookie. Yeah. Bad top, good bottom. <laughs> there you As go. As most things go <laughs> in this world. Okay, next was Side glare. Jasmine. Um, and so they said it was a miss on her chocolate. Yeah. Like, it was just not great. Um, and, you know, again, was she another one of the, the like, wet chocolate it, ones? It, yeah. yeah. There, there was sort of a... There was sort a, of a, a row, a, you know, it was like a connect four of wet chocolate ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then we had Jay, and his looked like a poop emoji. He actually made it look like a poop emoji. Yeah, he was which, like, hee hee, they look like poop emojis. I think that 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 was really cute. I almost think that, like... Exactly! <laughs> right? Like, or, or, like, you know, in his success after the show, right? I think that, that he should totally... Um, 
uh, like make like, those do this? and like do that like when he like has like I don't know his own bake shop or something like that what whatever he does like yeah his looked really good mm-hmm. and he should totally capitalize on the poop emoji um not something you'd normally think to say about baking but I thought they were really good the only thing was his jam wasn't strained because mm-hmm. Kyla's comment was. Shaman isn't strained. Otherwise, it's technically perfect. That's such like a, you got a 98% with the other 2% sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Natalia. She did okay. Yeah? Yeah. Sometimes all you can say is just, okay. I know. For Natalia, though, I feel like that's like, I feel it's like kind of hard was... to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, then up we had Andrea. Okay, so I actually thought that from the outside, I yeah. thought hers looked really good. Yeah. And then they were like, your marshmallow is just not. I know. Not great. Um, oh, well, sorry. It wasn't amazing marshmallow. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, garbage. <laughs> yeah, no. I still thought little... that they looked really great. I actually really liked the look of hers. I thought they looked really cute. I wrote cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Liam, not a good cookie, messy girl. No, I know. Just I know. it was it was both wet and crumbly at the same time, which was really challenging. I think yeah. for that, yeah, yeah, it was really difficult. Hard. So, okay, so let's go through the order. In ninth place, we had Liam, wet and crumbly. Put him in ninth. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Then eighth, we had Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, seventh, we had Jody. In sixth, we had Mary Lou. Uh, fifth, we had Colin. Fourth, Natalia. Third place was Andrea. And then in second was... Poop emoji! Jay. <laughs> and that leaves Chris in first. I know, Chris has been doing pretty well this week so far, compared to what happened last week. Maybe he like Betty, he's not good with cakes. Well, my bracket was that Chris goes home this week. And, you know, I think if you come first in the technical, and you have a very good signature like gotta really fuck up that showstopper Mm -hmm. and um oh that's the other thing with this week's episode we're actually watching and recording in between the segments so we don't even have the like prior knowledge of knowing who goes home and making the comments along the way totally because right now like yeah, we don't know. Maybe we're Chris... We're blind baking. Ooh, we're blind baking. Yes, right now, we like, we don't know. Chris could, like, totally fuck us up. <laughs> I don't think he'll go home. I don't think he, he will, did, though, because though. he seems to know his biscuits really well. I think he just had, like, a rough week on Cake Week. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, we're also going to take a quick little break now for some of our new segment, Aurora on Record. We'll be right back. Over the course of a season, so much gets filmed, but not everything makes it to air. Aurora, one of the hosts of The Great Canadian Baking Show, has behind-the-scenes details and so much she wants to share that we've created a segment on the show. This is Aurora on Record. What did you expect going into the show, and then what was it actually like? Um, I think that I, uh, you know, I felt a bit of pressure to maybe, you know, for myself, like, oh, will we be funny enough, and, and... You know, it is, you do get a little bit written for you. The beautiful and talented and wonderful Elvira Kurt, she writes out the bits where we, um, you know, introduce each challenge, uh, you know, with all the technical stuff. You remember, she comes up with all the great puns that we had. Um, So we had, you know, support that way. And we knew we were going to do these pulled opens. And um, 
so I hoped that Carolyn and I would, you know, strike the right balance of, of being funny, but not making it, you know, so much that we were distracting from the bakers. And, uh, I, I was a bit nervous, you know, like, will I forget what to ask? And, you know, how much am I supposed to know? And what happened very quickly is I realized that really it was like being at, at a party, uh, and, um, uh, just, just trying to, just getting to know these people. Cause really the show is like, you know, even though we're the hosts and they're the judges and so on, like it's really about the bakers and, and realizing that we're there to get to know the bakers so that the audience can get to know the bakers. And one thing that was great is that, you know, uh, it's not as if we were like on a first date with the bakers sitting across the table, looking at each other, kind of asking them questions. There's that awesome magic that happens when somebody's involved in a stressful task, yes. right? Like all the, the formalities go out the window and you just get right down to it real quick. And when people, they were of course stressed out. And so we kind of quickly became, it became easy to cheerlead for them to just, um, you know, learn like th there wasn't much that we could actually help them with, but we could just kind of help them talk through things or maybe like get through a difficult moment, you know, um, People were having trouble with their roulade. That happened. Yes, uh, Andrea, yeah. Andrea had a few moments. I don't think it made it onto the final cut, but um, where she was trying to un um, unstick her her roulade, uh, mm. the the sponge cake yeah. from the pan, and she just was going a little quickly, and she was like starting to freak out. So we had a little moment where we, you know, like did some deep breathing together, and and so quickly we became engaged in that kind of activity so like the nervousness went out and you know we learned quickly uh, or pretty swiftly how to feel like when we're overstaying our welcome and they really are stressing out a little bit so we'll just get out of their hair and yeah. let them go but it, it didn't take long at all all right and now we are back with the show stopper show stopper which is a biscuit fantasy that you need to make with at least two types of cookies. Yes. So fantasy scene, full-on Fantasia, full-on runway. Fantasia Barino realness. <laughs> exactly. But at least two types of cookies. Serving fantasy, two types of cookies. Make sure you point so you know, so they yeah. know where you're going to walk. Oh, where is she going? <laughs> oh, oop. There. Yeah. Uh... No, it's it's so yeah. Two types of cookies. Some um, people went over and made like a majillion. Yeah, types of um, cookies. and we'll see how that worked out for them. But um, yeah, should we just go straight in? Yeah, definitely. Okay. You have all of the notes. I do. <laughs> so at this point of the night, Michael has given up, and I took all the notes. At this point of the night, uh, to my original point, the editing is a bit fast on um, just some of the the feedback where you're just trying to like get a feel for it right. and it, it goes fast so yeah my my notes are brief okay um and also this time i find that like some of the drawings they didn't i think like 
the narrator would say one type of cookie, and then the drawing would have the other type of cookie drawn out, uh, and then yeah, like yeah, you yeah. never really knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So it was a little confusing. Anyways. So we we know that they all had two types of cookies, but At we least... weren't a hundred percent clear on all of the two types of cookies. Yeah, and sometimes it was just flavors, and we're like, is that the cookie, or yeah. is that like does that mean icing, I, or is that, that like yeah. yeah? I guess it could be probably it probably doesn't have to be like two different ways to make a cookie. It just needs to be two different flavors. I think of cookie, so. Yeah. Right? So the first one uh, that we want to talk about, because we wrote it down first, is Liam and his... Oh, you missed Natalia. Is she first? Yeah. No, I have her as the fourth, like the fifth, fourth one. Oh. No, not oh, like first Oh, but when they place. went through, when they, no, 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 when they went through the evaluations, like at the end. Oh, no, I wrote it in the order when the... Okay, when the... how about I'll say the people and then you did the thing. Okay, fine. Okay, great. So first up, we had Natalia. She had a galactic metropolis cake with honey ginger and sugar cookies. I thought that this was, like, so stunning. It was... Space fantasy. Out of this world. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I actually thought this was, like, so great. She, she oh, just, God. like, consistently wows us with her technical skills. I know. I know. I like how she was just like, oh, I don't know. Like, mm, my husband, you know, likes like space stuff. So I guess I'll just bake all of this. Yeah. And then like dip it in all these colors. It's just, it was wild. Yeah. It, it, I understand Colin's reaction. Yes. Yeah, it was so great. And I, I thought that, um, what was the, uh, uh, the little galactic metropolis portion? Like the city? Yeah. Like, how she got those to be like that greenish color, mm -hmm. like, but also to be such a bright color, but to still look appetizing, I thought was like really incredible. True point. She had really good feedback from the judges, including a fake out from Bruno, where he was like, "Oh, do you want to try it?" And then, and then she's like, "Um, okay." He's like, "What does it taste like?" She's like, "I think it's good." He's like, "Yeah, it's amazing." Meanwhile, she's like you know, shitting her pants, like, yeah. you know, like, oh my She's God. like, does it taste like poo? Yeah, or especially she's, it's like that thing where they're like, what does it taste like? And they're like, I like it. And they're like, oh, well, it's actually bad <laughs> That's because your palate's reasons. <laughs> anyway, so she did amazingly. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up was Liam. Is anybody? Is anybody known home? Uh, sculpture fantasy uh, with gingerbread, orange, oh, sorry, vanilla orange cookie, and walnut cookie. Three types of cookie. I thought that his idea was really great. I thought that... I thought they were a bit too nice to him. Yeah, I agree. They they, they oh were goodness. like, oh, it's really fun, but then they kept saying, like, oh, it's dense, and, like, I, I just... <laughs> it, it was lacking a polish that it was lacking a polish that so many other showstoppers this week had. I feel like, and this isn't, we haven't, I didn't rewind this, so I'm not sure, but I feel like in the drawing, there was more green. Mm. And then I feel like the execution was very... White? Yeah, it was all just, like, just cookie color. I feel like maybe there wasn't some, like, some piping wasn't done or something like yeah. that. So, yeah, but I mean, it was cute. Yeah, I... I... I think what I want to see from Liam next week is just, like, real, like, pare it down a little bit and just really execute. Mm. Like, fully complete something to to the T yeah. of, like... Because I think he's, like, he's got it. His flavor is all... They always say that his stuff tastes great. Yeah. But it just... Just to tidy it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Just, like, take that cloth and just wipe around the Trim edge. Trim the edges. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay, next up was Andrea. 
Andrea with a magical fairy garden, which had orange sugar cookies and gingerbread. I thought that the airbrushing, which Kyla mentioned no. on the, um, I guess it wasn't like a thatched roof, but it was like with like leaves for the roof or yeah. whatever was amazing. I thought hers looked really good. It really did come out. Yeah. I think that um, in other, with another set of bakers, like that, that would have been showstopper. Like it would have like, that would have won the week. Mm. Um, but there are a lot of really strong bakers here. And um, so, yeah, she did really well. Andrea's looked really lush. I was actually really yeah. impressed with uh, the depth of the green. And it just felt like, it felt dewy. Like, it felt like there was a humidity to it. Not in a gross way, but yeah. it just felt really alive. And lush. That's hard to get. Yeah, as you said, yes, lush. totally. Uh, um, without giving me a headache, like mm -hmm. the store in the Eaton Center. I know. Can't even walk past it. Instant Parfum. headache. Parfumery. Uh, okay, next up was Chris. Chris with the Dragon Boss Biscuit Battle. Final Fantasy. Yeah. But I guess not so much because. Well, yeah. Well, I guess the it boss died technically because it was in pieces. Okay, but not not. I know. Yeah. Tough. Four types of cookie. <clears throat> Why? Like he was on track for Star Baker, number one in the technical. Oh, wait. Hello, literally, remember five minutes ago when when we were like, uh, Chris could win it unless he drastically fucks it up and like, you know. Yeah, well, too, too ambitious. Like, again. But the uh, idea is really good. Cool. The idea is really good. I, that was, because James and I are big gamers and we were both so excited when we saw this Final Fantasy inspired cake that we really wanted it to succeed. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think, it, pare it down. Don't do four, don't, like Bruno and Kyla. We're, we're like, no, and, and I, okay, what's your opinion on this? If you were in the tent, and you're there, and they're saying, you know what, you don't need to do four types of dough, right? Um, since it's, it's just cookies, like, would you switch and just do uh, only three types, or the two types that they're asking for? Still pipe it and do the whole thing, but know that your flavors aren't all... So he tends to do more complicated flavors as is already. Like he's, you know, putting wasabi in things. And so I do think it's like the project management triangle. It's like you can only do two out of the three things. So like do you can do high design complex flavors, but reduce your variety. Or you can do a lot of variety, but simplify your flavors and do design. Or don't do a high design. So I think he has to sort of pick. Pick two. Yeah. Pick two of the three. Yeah, it's a you pick two from Panera Bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so next up was Jasmine. Uh, Super Jasmine saves the city, and all I got was that there was shortbread in it. Yeah. Um, I think it was gingerbread, too. Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, definitely those towers. Um, yeah, I uh, I mean, she just had, like, the unfortunate of, like, her, her ginger cookie, or, like, her, her super self was, like, too heavy to be held up on the... Uh, you know what could have worked is if she had... Um, uh, like a little piece of wood, like was it dowling or, or dowel, whatever? Like a dowel. dowel? Yeah. yeah. She had like. <laughs> We're like, how do I? How do I <laughs> shop? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If she had the dowager yeah. countess, no, uh, if she had dowling uh, or dowel, um, yeah. just a cross that would have like slid in yeah. that she could have attached the gingerbread person to, because it's not that the gingerbread person was so heavy that it, it wouldn't have been able to stay up. It's that she was trying to do it on tiny like wire yeah it was like fishing yeah. wire or something exactly could have used a prototype i don't know maybe she did prototype but maybe that, she did but it, it, that that 
to me, I get the feeling like she didn't because that would have been, I feel like that would have been evident always, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. interesting idea, but um, I also thought that the towers were a little lacking compared to other people's. It was kind of, in, in a weird way for me, it was kind of close to almost what Liam kind of had going on, which was like, ambitious idea, like, what, what it's drawn as is really nice, and then there's just a few sort of things that aren't quite tidy, a few things that just didn't quite work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we had Jay. Heartbreak. Like, I... Dogs. I felt really yeah. bad for him. He, like, he just looked so upset. That was, like, heartbreaking. Well, wouldn't you? I know, but, like, then, because, like, he didn't say anything when it, like, broke, and he just, like, oh, heart goes out to Jay there. I'd be, like, mega triggered. I'd be, like, oh, my God, I'm a failure at everything in my life. <laughs> like, at that moment. <laughs> like, zoom in on my brain, it'd be, like, run alert. So it was the dog sanctuary sort of fantasy, and even the like that's what made it even because like the the fantasy was so loving and caring. He's like, if I had all the property in the world or all the money or whatever, he's like, I would just adopt every dog that was never adopted. And then like for the tree to break, I was like, oh my god, this is like this is so heart wrenching. Yeah, Um, but had gingerbread, lemon lavender cookie, and sugar cookie as well. I thought that his piping on the dogs, like the fur, was really good. Yeah. Um, They said that he had overworked his gingerbread, Mm. and that it was just, and he knew it. Yeah. And it was just a little lacking. And he, yeah, he just looked really upset. That was hard. I really like Jay. Hmm. Um, okay, next up is Jody Dragon. Dragon Hoarding Treasure, which had gingerbread and orange cranberry cookies. I could not get over mm-hmm. the, the When she started piping it, I was like, oh, those scales look kind of wet. Mm. Like, And then when she had finished doing the whole thing, that was nuts. Could you imagine piping, like... She probably piped, like, at least 200 scales on that thing. It's quite intense. And she had to make that fire. Oh, that fire was great. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, not talking about technical challenges, because I think those are always just really difficult, and they're not always right-sized, maybe, Mm -hmm. for the time. Jody, I think, has had fairly impressive time management so far. Like, everything she executes, she, she gets done. Um, without having to worry too much about it. That's why I think she's one to watch. Like, yeah. you know, um, that was why I put her down to be Star Baker this mm-hmm. week, because I thought she did really well last week. Um, she definitely served us um, the Hobbit Smaug realness. Oh, God. Right? I don't like that book. That book or even the movie? I, I, um... All of it. They okay. made us read it like eight times in school. Did you have this? I, I feel like I had to read it in grade five. I'd read it again in grade seven. Like, I don't know. No, maybe it was I just never like had to read it in school. My, my dad and I read it oh. when I was in grade four. Um, we read it together. But uh, I think no. it was like a TDSB thing. They just ran out of books because they had no budget. And they just made us read the same book every year. I swear to God, I read that book like eight times for school. No, mm-hmm. not, not, not for me. <laughs> um, okay, then we had Mary Lou. Her Newfoundland ghost ship with gingerbread, coconut lime shortbread, and meringues. Hard. Hard one. This one was difficult. This was hard. You know what? And she says it, like, commitments to Mary Lou because she she tried. She tried to bring it back together. Um, Yeah, she was trying to, like, peel off the, the, the base of the ship 
from whatever it was she was cooking. It looked like she tried cooking it on a bowl. If we learned one thing from Wendy Wendy's last season slam. is yeah. that it, you're, if you're going to bake something on something, it needs to be something designed to be baked on, not because a shape is cool or it seems like you need to... So that was that. And then when she tried piecing it together... At first, like I was like, oh, okay, well, what's she piecing together? And and then you realized how broken it yeah. was. And I mean, again, commitment to her for trying, but that was just a another really hard break, you know. Biscuits mm -hmm. and biscuits are unforgiving. They are, and they're they're quite thin, so there isn't even much there isn't even much surface area to reconnect that puzzle. You know, she's describing as piecing a puzzle back together yeah. uh, on the edges, so it's been quite difficult. Yeah. And last, we had Colin. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wrote Gay Mermaids. <laughs> it was called Land of the Mer People. But we had a young, handsome hunk in the uh, front, didn't we? Hello, <laughs> sir. Hello, sir. I love that he iced on abs and everything. Like, what you were you saying? A, a young Ariel's dad? Oh yeah, Prince Triton. <laughs> yeah. Back before he was King Triton. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to be in the live action real Little Mermaid. That's what we want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prince Triton, yeah. Uh, it had, uh, well, first of all, all of the dough was pretty much blue, which is really interesting. Um, mm -hmm. It had coconut lime biscuits, chocolate cookies, and then some gold leaf in it. I thought he did such a good job with this one. beautiful. Like, yeah, it was great. And they were standing up really nice. Like, it had a sense of depth and everything. Yeah. Um, this was, like, so cool. And, again, I just, like... I, died that he iced on abs and that and that then he was like too sexy it's like no girl keep going <laughs> just the right level yeah um yeah pretty risky and he had really show. He, yeah yeah totally right but like sometimes you gotta you gotta, you gotta bring spice it, it up show a little skin got put um, some spice in that gingerbread yeah uh, he got really good feedback yeah, as well. Definitely. They said that it tasted great. It looked great. It was just all around fantastic. Definitely showstopper eligible. I mean, and definitely star baker eligible. Yes, as well. Absolutely. But then we also we just had we just had Natalia. We had the Natalia effect. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, okay, so let's go to um, the good news and the bad news for the week. So, yeah. the star baker was Natalia again. I know. Who also like <laughs> jumped out of her chair again love uh, it i'm glad she's so happy i i think that she's she's really talented like yeah. uh i am so interested to see but are we about to have like another andre on our hands oh maybe like where where we're just gonna like reach a point when it's just like oh wow she's really good she's still winning wow she's really good you know yeah i think it really requires that um just like I think Jody's also there, yeah, right as well. So Jody I think is really good. As Jody performs as well, we might um, it might become less of like oh, obviously it's Natalia. And then I'm curious about and then I think hopefully the other bakers also step it up. I think that Jay has it. He just had a rough yes. break this week. Like the stuff he did last week was really good. He was number two in technical this week, and he was number That's one true. last week. So I think he's got it. He just had unfortunate. You know, breaks. That's um, a very good point. Okay, so then the baker who unfortunately had to go home this week was Mary Lou. Yeah. And it's one of those things, again, where it's like, I always forget this because it's just life. But you know, even if you do well in the first two bakes, mm -hmm. or like, okay, 
It really is that last one. They well, could really botch it. You and I, when we were watching it, yeah. um, as soon as she had the issues starting with her her reconstruction on the the ghost ship, right? Um, I I instantly like you you were like still watching, and I like started going through my notes, and I was like, oh, sixth and technical, and like in the signature they didn't really give a ton of comments on it, which mm-hmm. was neither good nor bad. So it's yeah. like, so she was like middle and sixth and then like... And then bottom. Yeah, match. so... Yeah. yeah. So, um, really unfortunate. Sorry to see Mary Lou go because, you know, she's had some really good bakes and she's brought a lot of like, you know, Newfoundland-inspired bakes mm-hmm. and story and everything. Yeah. So that's lots of fun. Um, but yeah. They're... This was a tough week. They, these, these these bakers, they got... Uh... <laughs> They got Rachel over the coals this week. It was tough. They got it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's go through last week's brackets. Oh, my God. Okay, so James, who did you have written down as Starbaker? I thought it was going to be Colin. Okay, I thought it was going to be Jody. So mm. neither of us are right. No. Okay, uh, I said Chris was going to go home. I said Liam was going to go home. Okay, so neither of us are right. I said Andrea was going to get fifth in the technical. And I said Jasmine. So Andrea actually got third in the technical and Jasmine got eighth. So yeah. we were equally off on that there as well. There you go. Um, okay, so for next week, oh my it's gosh. bread week. I'm so bad at this. Ugh. It's bread week. Yes. Who do you think is going to be Starbaker? Um, I think Chris will get this one. Okay, I think Jay. Okay. Um, sorry, as we write this down, we just don't want to forget. Okay, then who is going to go home next week? This one's hard. This one's really hard. Yeah. Who do you think is going to go home? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna say Liam. I'm. That's who I was gonna. I don't want to pick him twice in a row because yeah. that feels mean. Okay, we'll pick. pick well, I, I, else. maybe Jasmine. I, I think was, Jasmine. Yeah, he could, those yeah. were my my two potential yeah. choices. Just again, only based off of of their results so far. De- right? Definitely. So. Uh, and the smack in the middle for technical. Um, fifth. Oh wait. So hold on. There's only going to be eight, eight bakers. So do we want to do? Yeah, fifth. Fifth, fifth still. Okay. But then the next week we'll we'll move it down. Um, okay. So fifth and technical. I'm picking Chris. I'm gonna say Andrea. Okay. And there we have it. Those are our brackets for next week. Please feel free to share yours with us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at GCBS Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at GCBS Podcast. And you can find us on Facebook where we don't really go, but we do post. Not so much. uh, (laughs) As The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show. And, um... If you haven't already, please check out our pilot episode for Cooling Rack Taste Test on YouTube. Um, It tied in with Cake Week, and we'll have another episode coming out in future. Um, That's lots of fun, and I think, you know, we had a lot of fun filming it. There was some amazing stuff we tried in the upcoming episode. Oh, my God. Um, But anyway, please go back and check out the pilot episode. You can look us up on YouTube. Um, just by typing in Cooling Rack or Cooling Rack Podcast or Cooling Rack Taste Test, just whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Please be, sub- sh- please be sure to 
give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe where you can to our podcast. Um, you can find us on Spotify, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts. We're kind of everywhere. We're, everywhere. we're, we're becoming a global empire. <laughs> Um, content content queens, as James texted me last week. <laughs> Us and Oprah. Yeah. Us and Oprah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, anyway, thank you for tuning in, and we hope you, you know, enjoyed it. Is there anything else that I'm missing? No, I don't think so. Okay, You're perfect. a coverage queen. Coverage queen. <laughs> um, okay, great. Well, until next time, uh, bye. Ciao. The Cooling Rack is a Messenger Bag Media podcast. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca.